Amiga. Welcome to Amiga Rise Up. I'm Sofia Estrella, the host of this podcast, and a Puerto Rican from Chicago who loves Jesus and loves coffee. I'm a wife, mother, entrepreneur, business, and career coach. And just like you, I've been in a place where I've questioned God on what my calling is, or I felt stagnant knowing that there had to be more to my life. I've been in a place where I lost sight of who God has called me to be and stuck in doubt or fear to take a risk and take the next steps, forgetting to walk in just the boldness and authority that he's given me. But not anymore. I know what needs to be done to rise up. My heart is to help women like you transition into the career or business that aligns with your calling so that you can walk in the authority and influence God intends for you. When you listen to this podcast, you'll learn that you and what you do are part of a much bigger plan. You'll learn that what God has called you to do in this season matters and that you have the ability to leave legacies where you are and change entire environments for his glory. There is more for you, Amiga, and if you're ready to find out what the more is and rise up the way God intended, then stay tuned. Let's do this. Welcome back, ladies. On today's episode, we're continuing our series based on a new book that we will, that will be coming out by summer called Unlock Your Voice. I'm so excited about this because I also have the privilege of being a part of this book. But today, I am so excited because I am interviewing another beautiful author. Her name is Billy Breeden. Welcome, Billy. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. So tell us, Billy, a little bit about yourself and what you do. Well, uh, I am a certified Christian life coach, a retired nurse. I've been in nursing for over 30 years. I'm a wife, a mother, a grandmother, um, and an author. Um, and really, my uh, greatest desire is that women understand who they are in Christ, their identity. Um I think it's important, you know, that we look at external challenges that people face, but also the internal things that keep us from our identity. So I try to focus a lot on mindset and uh, in my coaching. And I, I think my background in nursing probably helps that because, you know, I have a different different perspective um, on understanding physical, emotional and spiritual needs of my clients. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so awesome coming from that perspective. And nursing is such yeah. a caregiving, um, it is a caregiving kind of profession. And so you can really uh, work with people's hearts, right? And and really yes. hold them because you've been through some, yeah. I'm sure, tough circumstances in nursing as well. So absolutely, that's so great. Um, yeah. I teach women how to identify their calling, but I also tell them that a lot of times um, God will call us to things unexpected. So mm -hmm. what was what was in this situation? Was this writing this part of your book? Was this unexpected or did you always feel you were going to be a writer? How did this all come to pass? Um, actually, I I have always felt like I was going to be a writer. Um, I write I write everything. <laughs> Weird, but I I have always written everything. I have, I don't know, hundreds of journals from over the years. I uh I write my conversations with God, my feelings, insight that he gives me. Um, and I did write a book a few years ago. It's called Grace Freely Given. Um, oh, wow. And yeah, and self-published. 
Um, but uh, it's just something that God laid on my heart to do. Um, and I also have a blog on my website. So um, honestly, when I saw the invitation to be one of the writers for um, Unlocking Your Voice, I, I really didn't hesitate. I kind of jumped on the chance because I knew that I had something to say that women needed to hear. Wow, that's so powerful. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And writing, because I find writing is not necessarily easy, but if it's something that you love to do. And I feel like a lot of the women that are part of this are people who journal, are people who do Mm -hmm. write their thoughts and their prayers down a lot. And I, that does Mm -hmm. help, obviously. Um, But that's so, that's so cool. I I still, I'm, I honestly don't, it's silly, but I don't consider myself to be a writer. Uh, <laughs> and it, it is it is a struggle, but it's something that I I just feel compelled to do. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so cool. I love that too yeah. um, because sometimes we think we have to have all the skill set in order to do something God has called us to, and it's not right. always all there. Usually, we have something that He can use, and then He just takes it to a whole other level that we don't even yes. expect, right, or anticipate. I love Absolutely. that. Absolutely. So share with us a little bit um, about the story that you shared in the book and then why you chose that particular part of your journey to share. Um, Well, the chapter I wrote is about my journey to, it's called Journey to Identity. And um, it is just about how I finally came to understand who I was in Christ. Um, I think that, um, well, I know I struggled even with a successful career, um, I, I was a director of nursing for a long, long time. But mm-hmm. um, and I had a really successful career in nursing, but I still struggled with self-doubt, um, thinking that I was not enough ever, <laughs> that I had to work really hard to be enough. Um, and, you know, really didn't have an understanding, even though I've been a Christian since 1976, I, I really did not have an understanding of everything that encompassed and what what or who I was in Christ. So I share about that. I I was I grew up in a small town and um, we were very poor. We had my dad worked really hard, but it was there were five kids. And it was really hard to support our family. And so I think just as a consequence of being in a small town, and being poor, <laughs> I struggle with my self-worth. And I was told, you know, many times growing up by other people that I wasn't as good as everybody else because I didn't have the clothes they had or the money they had or couldn't do the things that they did. Um, so, you know, I told myself if I worked hard enough and I looked better um, and had more money, then I would be valued and accepted. And I, I think that that happens to many of us, you know, mm-hmm. the things that are put into our head as we're growing up really affect our identity and uh, who we think we are. So, yeah. yeah. And unfortunately we base that a lot on the material things. Yes. We sure do. Things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We, we base it on a lot of things like our careers or our family or our prestige and, and none of that actually has anything to do with who we are. <laughs> Do you ever, do you feel like some of that experience um, pushed you to say, okay, let me get into nursing because at least that's a known career or career that seems prestigious? Probably so. I'm sure that that had a lot to do with it. I've always been a caregiver. I I 
it's just something that I don't know. I like to take care of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so that has a big part to play in it. But yeah, I think probably it did push me to do something that was known and that, that I felt was valuable to people. Right. Which it is yeah. valuable to people really is. But I mean, I know yeah. sometimes just our own thought processes lead us certain ways. Um, yes. But I love that God even then opens doors to exactly where you need to be at the timing that mm-hmm. you need to be there. And so that's, you know, that's what we kind of have to focus on. <laughs> doesn't matter our reasoning, right? right? <laughs> right. What are some of the lessons you learned um, from the story that you're going to be expounding on in the book? Uh, that I have value and that it's not based on anything I've done or accomplished, uh, but just because of Christ and the fact that I'm his daughter. Um, to me, the most eye-opening scriptures were, uh, I'm the righteousness of God. And just, you know, I've, I've read that scripture a million times, um, but it just became real to me in the last couple of years. And that I'm a ref- reflection of God's glory. To me, that is just a beautiful verse um, that we with unveiled faces behold in a mirror um, the glory of the Lord. And um, to me, that was just, I don't know, it just, it's funny how you read scriptures your whole life, but then all of a sudden they just totally speak to you in a different way. (laughs) Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So I'd really, I guess, you know, I'd always looked, when I look in the mirror, I look at me with judgment. Um, You know, I'm older, I'm wrinkled. (laughs) I see all my imperfections, (laughs) right? (laughs) But um, when, you know, I really, it hit me that I am a reflection of him. I am a reflection of his glory. That changed everything for me. Um, It changed the way that I saw myself. So uh, the other important lesson that I learned is that uh, the key to stepping into everything God has for us is to becoming to become convinced of who we are and who he says we are. And I don't think that, I think that until we do that, it's really difficult to step into the next level of what he has for us. Right, right. Wow. That scripture is so beautiful, both of them that you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You're right, how the Lord speaks to us. We can read the verses. I started the Bible over again, just from the beginning to start, just reading. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what, um, why it's happening now. And maybe just God is giving me uh, a, a different level of discernment. But as I'm reading the word, I'm like telling my husband, do you remember this? Do you remember? <laughs> you know, because all yeah. these things that even putting together things generationally in the Bible and the stories and all that stuff, God is just mm-hmm. speaking differently than he ever has to me in the past. And it, I know it was always there, but I love right. how he opens our eyes for what we need at the, at the timing in which we need it, you know, and it's just, you know, that, that always blows my mind how, how he does that. Um, right. This well, is, oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Go I was ahead. just going to say, because it's, you know, a living, it's a living word. And um, yeah, I think he brings those things to our attention um, or put them in, it puts them in our spirit um, when we're ready for them, when we're ready yes. to hear it. You know, that's good. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Now, I know you have mentioned earlier you had you retired from nursing. Mm -hmm. Um, Was there a time in there where you were trying to figure out, okay, I retired? 
what do I do now? Or were you thinking, do I just want to relax? I don't want to put words in your mouth, but what were you kind <laughs> of in that, you know, time frame after being in nursing so many years? Right. Uh, yeah, I, I thought it would be wonderful to retire. Um, <laughs> and that I would just, you know, do nothing, <laughs> do what I wanted to do. Yeah, because uh, we all but, look forward to that. <laughs> right. But, yes. you know, honestly, it was just I had no clue what to do with myself. Um, and I I really felt like I didn't have a purpose because I my whole identity had been based on who my nursing career um, instead of, you know, who I who I am in Christ. My whole identity was just based on what I had accomplished and, and done with myself. So, yeah, it took me a while. I really never thought about coaching, <laughs> mm-hmm. although I've been a mentor to women, you know, for 30 plus years as a nurse. I've mentored and as a director of nurses, I've mentored many women, but I really never thought about it. Um, and so, yeah, it, I, I had no clue what to do with myself, <laughs> yeah. but I knew that God had something for me to do. Um and I was actually doing uh, direct sales, and um, I did a I I I part of the class I was taking a business class I was taking. We had to send out questionnaires to women, and um, when I got their answers back, it was shocking to me uh, that so many people that I thought had their lives together had no idea who they were. Um, they felt like they had no purpose and no passion. And when I read those, that's when God told me that I could help them mm-hmm. and that I had something to offer to them. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, my goodness. I love it. Love, love, love that. I always um, like to be honest with our listeners about just challenges, because sometimes mm-hmm. this process that we go through is not always easy, regardless whether it's writing a book, whether it's stepping into a new um, transitioning into a new um, either life change or transitioning into a new position at work, all of it, you know, sometimes it just right. comes with challenges. It's not always a simple um, move. So tell us a little bit about some of the challenges you experienced in just writing this chapter. Yeah, well, just, um, of course, sharing personal things. I, I do share a lot of personal things about my life in my chapter. And that you know, that is hard because we all have this idea that um, our lives need to be perfect, that we need to, you know, we we don't want people to see our imperfections um, and the fact that our life isn't perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you can mm-hmm. see that on Facebook, you know, with perfect families and perfect pictures. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, I do share a lot of my story about my self-worth and um yeah, that that was difficult. And just trusting, you know, when you make any kind of life change, just trusting the Lord completely is difficult. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, I, I I have faith and I've always felt like I had lots of faith and I've always trusted the Lord for things. But but when it comes down to it, um, to those kind of things like letting being vulnerable and uh making a big change, you know, the financial piece of it and everything, it it's, it can be difficult to overcome, um, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. 
No, I agree. I agree. I think vulnerability is one of the hardest things um, when it comes to especially writing your personal story. How much do you share? How much do you not? Um, At the same time, I remember uh, interviewing one of our other, Shana, um, last week. And I remember one of the things that she had just mentioned was that, um, you know, then you're trying, you only have so many words you can put this in. And so you're trying to make the greatest impact so people understand (laughs) and you're trying to fit it all in there um, without removing what the impact of your life was and and what Mm -hmm. finally brought you to where you are now. So um, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's definitely, I think the, the vulnerability part is definitely one of the most challenging, I would say, of course. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It always has been for me. (laughs) Yeah. The other thing too, did you feel any kind of emotional, um, like healing or anything from just not even, not maybe even healing, but, you know, rethinking things, seeing things a different way after you were writing them out. Did you experience anything like that? Yeah, I, I, I did. I mean, just, I guess until I really sat down and thought about it, had not realized how much, um, how much the way I saw myself affected everything in my life, mm. um, my success and failures and everything else, you know, just, um, I guess you don't until you really do think and contemplate on all that stuff. You don't realize how much, uh, thinking that you're not worthy or, uh, that you have no value, how much that affects you and everybody else around you and the way that you relate to everyone. Mm-hmm. What's so yeah. what's what's amazing about it though is here you may have had those internal thoughts, but yet mm-hmm. um as a as directing director of nursing, there were probably so many people that looked up to you that you didn't even yeah. realize, <laughs> right? Like that's so right. Wow. Right. What encouraging words would you leave for women listening and 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 why should they get this book, do you feel? Well, that they have value. Um mm-hmm. you know, they were chosen by God before creation for purpose, uh, that they were loved before they were even put together in their mother's womb. And uh, they have a story, too, just like you and I and all the authors of the book. Um, and that there there are people waiting for you to share with them your story. Um, you know, just uh, there are people who need us. That's why we're here. and. Um, Sometimes it's hard to think that we that we have anything of value, but we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and we need to unlock our voice as the title of the book is. We need to unlock our voice and encourage other people by our stories. Um, you know, I've written a couple of things about uh, wrote a blog post about identity. And, and I mentioned some of my feelings of self-worth and those kind of things. But. I was really shocked that the comments that I had from people that I knew that they had the exact same feelings and had dealt with that their whole life. Wow. And so, you know, you don't really realize uh, how many people are going through the same things that you've gone through and how much they need you. And mm-hmm. I think just uh, it's important that we that we step out and we share our story with people. Yes, yes. It's the only way, too, that we can help. Right. Or or we can even when you it's such a powerful thing. And I think this is so 
major with women when you can say, I've been through that same thing or me too, or so that you're not alone. You're not the only one who has dealt mm-hmm. with this. That's, you know, mm-hmm. it's that creates, even that in itself can create healing for women and, and just take them to a whole other level. So it's awesome yeah. that you chose to share that. It's so exciting. Um, yeah. You know, the other thing too, I was going to say that this is what's so great about even in this book is that all of us are at different stages and ages within, I think, the stories that are being shared. Um, you know, I'm turning 52 this year. Um, and, you know, all those thoughts of, okay, like, yeah, I'm looking forward to retirement too. But the reality is I was thinking, I don't know that I want to just, I, I keep saying to myself, I want to sit home, but I don't know that I do. <laughs> but it's encouraging to see how God can transition you in every moment. You know, yes. whatever your, your assignment is, is going to change and what that looks like. But the important thing is, is to walk it out and not just sit yeah. back. Right. So absolutely, I, yeah. Yeah. Based on what you were saying, I just thought, yeah, that's that to me is a, a great takeaway, too, from this conversation. It doesn't matter where you're at. Listen to where God has mm-hmm. you. Listen to the Holy Spirit and what he what doors he's going to open for you and walk through them. Doesn't you know, right. you're alive and breathing. You need to walk through them. Right. Absolutely. You do. <laughs> yeah. So good. Yeah. So tell us where women can find you, your website. And if you're on Instagram or Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, my website is billybreeden.com. Okay. Um, yeah. And I am on Instagram. It's uh, my Instagram account is called mindsetmatters.ig and Facebook. It's billy.breeden.3. I'll include yeah. those two in our description. Okay. Only um, things right. so women can get a hold of you um, and just be mentored. I, there's so the other thing I love is there's so many women, even listeners here that just need other women in their life and they need people to mentor them and, and kind of just, um, again, remind them, especially if they didn't have people around them, reminding them of how valuable they are. So that's so awesome. I I love it, Billy. Thank you. Thank you so much for giving us a sneak peek of your story. If you want to know more about Billy's story, definitely get your copy when it comes out. And if you'd like to connect with me, go to Amiga Rise Up on Instagram or Rise Up Career and Biz Coaching and Consulting for Women on Facebook. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you. God bless.